me struck down, got me knocked out by the hands of the enemy. Those lies had me held down till I found out that is not my identity. Welcome, welcome, welcome all our listeners to another edition of Brother Z and Friends. The gospel program where we bring you tippets from the Bible, entertaining gospel music. We interview personalities, gospel singers, writers. So sit back, relax, don't touch that dial and you will be blessed by the end of it all. We share because we care. Well, here we go, here we go, here we go. Brother Z, hi, sir. How you doing? Very well, very well. I'm, I'm, I'm back to English. I used up all my French words. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, yeah. you heard that? He's back with us again. <laughs> he's back, he's yeah, back. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> After he took us into an uncharted territory where we didn't have a clue what he was talking about, he's suddenly <laughs> back. <laughs> All right, um, so um, let go, let's go, Pastor, let's go. All right, all right, we're going to talk about let go and let God. We've heard that, we've heard that coming up through the years, that cliche, let go and let God. That means releasing control of challenges in your life. Often in life, we would call on God in prayer to solve our daily challenges. However, when he intercedes and things seem to be getting better, sometimes we quickly dismiss his help because we believe that we can handle it ourselves from this point on. Recently, I read a statement on the internet. The author is unknown which went this way. Good morning, I am God. Today I'll be handling all your problems. Please remember that I don't need your help. If the devil happens to deliver a situation to you that you can't handle, don't attempt to resolve it. Kindly put it on the something for Jesus to do box. Once the matter is placed in the box, do not hold on to it or attempt to remove it. Holding on, or removal will delay the resolution of your problem. Mm. If it is a situation that you think you are capable of handling, please consult me in prayer to be sure that it is the proper resolution. Because I do not sleep nor slumber. There is no need for you to lose any sleep. So rest, my child. If you need to contact me, I'm only a prayer away. Isn't that lovely? Mm. That's, that's what was found on the internet from God. As with all good things, our source is the Lord. Does God need our help? I mean, he, he's God. Um, he's not human. He's God. He's the divine. But does he need our help? I'm going to answer this question, and it might shock you. God doesn't need our help to do what he does, okay. which is work miracles, solve problems. Mm. But many times he needs our cooperation. When he gives us instructions, he needs us to obey. Uh, I believe that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Sometimes you could have a problem and God is going to solve it. He does the solving, but he may say, but I need you to go over here and do this. I'm going to give you a story that was told to me from my dear friend from Africa. There was a woman 
that God had told her uh, this house was hers. Mm. So she went to the house and she put claims on it. And so someone, the neighbor next door came out and said, what are you doing over here? She said, well, this is my house. He said, no, it's not. That house is not up for sale. And the owner uh, loves that house and he's not going to sell it. And she looked at him and she said, but God said, this is my house. <laughs> so she went about her business and then she went to the airport. She was getting ready to travel. And in the airport, the Lord told her to stand up and just shout, hallelujah. Now, she did not have the money for this house. She needed $12,000. So she stood up. She said, well, Lord, if I do that, people are going to think I'm crazy. crazy? Mm -hmm. And and how could I do that? I, I don't want to do that. And so the Lord kept telling her, get up and shout to the top of your lungs, hallelujah. So she stood up and she obeyed. And she says, hallelujah, hallelujah. And after she finished, a man walked over to her and said, ma'am, the Lord had spoke to me and said, the woman who stands up, I want you to be a blessing today. Someone will stand up and shout hallelujah. And I want you to take her $12,000. So he handed her $12,000. And it was because she obeyed the instructions of the Lord and God met her need. So when we say, do God need our help? Mm. Um, God may not need our help doing what he does best, mm. but he does need our cooperation when he gives us a word to obey it. Mm. I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, what says thou, brother Z? Well, I would just, I'll hang on to the last part that she said there. God does not need our help, mm. but sometimes there are things that he would um, ex not expect, but he put there for us to do. Like, you know, at times God would do something for us through people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we are not aware that, well, we are there waiting on God, asking him when he's going to do it. Right, right. But he has sent somebody to do it. And, mm -hmm. But the bottom line is, he really doesn't need our help. He gives certain things for us to do, and if we don't follow his instructions, we could suffer for it. Brother Z and Friends is a unique gospel program where the emphasis is on bringing many gospel messages about the Bible. We share that with our listeners with the intent that we will win over some souls and bring our people closer to God and the understanding of the word. So our emphasis is on the episodes. We choose simple but thought-provoking and meaningful episodes that for the main purpose of caring about them and their well being. The music we use complements the topic that we are doing weekly. In other words, as long as we are winning souls for the Lord, we are meeting our key objective as a gospel program. Our email address is brotherz77 at gmail.com. That's B-R-O-T-H-E-R-Z-E-E -E -E 77 at gmail.com. Our podcast is Brother Z and Friends. B-R-O-T-H-E-R-Z-E-E-A-N-D-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. For O seven five six seven nine seven five nine. After giving something to God or, or ask God to do something for us, what would motivate us? And I say us because a lot of people do this to go back and try and take it back and handle it themselves. And Pastor, you might have a better knowledge of this because you you are the pastor of, of many. 
what would motivate people to take the problem back? You know, if God said, mm -hmm. cast all your cares on me because mm -hmm. I care for you, what would make them want it to think that they could take it back and handle it? Fear mm. and belief, mm. thinking that you can handle it. Okay. better than God. Wow. You know, some people are so used, we're so used to doing things on our own without consulting God or relinquishing our um, authority over a situation. And, and, and we've all been there. I've been there where I've prayed for something and because I'm fearful that it won't get worked out. Hmm. Um, and basically, when you've given it to God and you say you're fearful, you're basically not believing that God's going to work it out. You think that you got to do it yourself. It takes faith and trust to leave it in the hands of the Lord to say, okay, just like a child with a parent, if you brought a broken toy to your father mm. and you say, Danny, please fix this. But then you come back and you say, did you fix it? Let me hold it. Let me try to fix it. I want it back so I can fix it. And your dad's like, no, just wait. I'm going to mm. fix it. Right, right. And then you go and you trust and you say, okay. And now you might come back and say, well, daddy, did you fix it? <laughs> you might say, no, but I'll have it ready for you tomorrow. Uh -huh. And you go to bed and you go to sleep and you wake up tomorrow with the expectation that you're going to get that toy back all fixed and put together but the bottom line is trusting god to fix it mm. and so the motivation that causes us to take it back is a lack of trust mm. Mm. and we don't want to admit that but we need to be honest <laughs> i believe in being honest i can be honest with my own self and say linda you need to trust god no seriously that's yeah. my take let me see mm -hmm. what brothers say. <laughs> I, I I keep thinking about this. I I think that the, we are so used to be doing worldly things. We have come so trained that we do things not constantly thinking that this is God who if not for God we would not be able to do it. So things at times get so hard for us to accomplish mm. that that's when God shakes us or we feel God, we need God at that time. Mm. But so we go now and we put it in his hands. And of course, God is the one who knows how to do everything. He helps us. But the moment it reaches back to the point where we think we could handle it from this point on. Hey, we are so influenced with being in the world mm. that we slip back there very quickly. So we yeah. like a seesaw leaning on God, leaning on the world back and forth. It's like the question that, no, this might have been another show where the person said on, the, on Facebook said, I'm... To get something done, only you can do it <laughs> yourself, which is a silly thing to to say. But we are so in the world that it's yeah. hard to be not, you know. Mm. Yeah, I think you get me there. It's, the, like, it's it. We, we have kind of a micro-oven society. I mm. want it done, and I want it done now. Um, leaning back on the scenario Pastor gave about the toy, will there be a time? When it would not, when it would not be <coughs> practical to have a situation in the something for Jesus to do box, to the point where we we want to grab it and handle it ourselves. I, I think I think yes, that could happen, and it perhaps happens often that you need to attend some to some to something that. You just have to do it right, right away. And uh, to put it in in a box and wait, it takes a lot, I think, out of a lot of uh, self-control to leave it there with God to the very 
to the very end. But give us an example, Brother Z, because, you know, the Bible tells us, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Okay. Lean not to your own understanding. In all our ways, we are to acknowledge him right. and he'll direct our path. Right. But for me, like the only thing I'm thinking that I would not leave in a box for God to do is those things that he's given me the power and the authority to do. Right. And like, for instance, paying your bills. You're not going to take your bills and leave them in a box for God to do when you got to do that. If a child is sick, it might be difficult for one to just sit there and, and it is in God's hands, God will right. take care of right. it, versus picking up that child right away and contacting someone who has right. okay. something and and mm -hmm. going after it. That, that's mm -hmm. kind of like not waiting on God. I, I don't know. Or is it another way of waiting on God? Seeking no, another way of doing it with, with, the, with the faith that God will... It's what God wants you to do. I'm not too sure. It's a, That's a tough one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, while mm -hmm. I'm while I'm waiting, you know, if one of my kids um sick or my wife or me, while I'm waiting, you know, I'm doing my little thing at the same time, but I'm still expecting God to heal me through whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. uh, if I get a cold, I'm gonna boil up some of my bush and you know exactly. rub up with some big mm -hmm. paper rub and stuff. But that doesn't mean that exactly. I'm I'm taking it back from God and then I'm not helping God. I'm just right. doing what I saw my parents did, you know? Right. Mm. Mm. So Anointed Community Services International, we're a nonprofit 501c3 organization, and we educate and empower the disadvantaged women, youth, veterans, and seniors in South Lake County. We're currently managing the Elise Tomlin Community Center in Groveland, Florida, and offering free programs for youth, women, and seniors. We're offering an after-school tutoring program, a summer activities program, a women's network uh, that brings women together to educate and empower them to be self-sufficient, and also a Meals on Wheels program that delivers food for veterans and seniors in the community. Many are receiving help applying for food stamps, Medicaid, getting legal document assistance, and even starting a business. We'll soon be in a new Elise Tomlin Empowerment Center that will have a business incubator where small businesses will be able to start off with low overhead and get free services by our staff. We believe in empowering and transforming communities. And we can be reached by calling 352-404-7898. Again, that's 352-404-7898. Or you can visit us online at www.anointedcs, that C is in cat, S is in Sam, dot org. Anointedcs.org.
Yeah, you all have the tough, tough questions here now, man. <laughs> okay. Mm. I'm hanging in there. Yeah, well, the tough questions continue because what more do, um, do the scriptures say that will encourage us to let go and let God? Pastor Linda just brought out one, cast all your cares in him because he cares mm-hmm. for us. What else mm. does the scripture has to say about this? Well, there's there's many uh, uh, scriptures that, um, and I don't have any pretty much lined up right now for today. I, maybe I should have, but, uh, um, you know, that one in Proverbs uh, is, is, is good enough for me. We are to trust in him at all times. That didn't say sometimes. All mm. is all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lean not to our own understanding. And I think that is the key, as Brother Z brought out. We're so much in the world, you know, and, and, and because we have a mind that reasons and that can figure things out and plan and do all these things, we are so prone to take matters into oh, our own hands. hands. Yeah. Um, we're just, it's, it's a human nature, but as we've come to God, see, this is why it's so important that we learn to walk in the spirit. Mm. The Bible says, if you, if you live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. So when you walk in the spirit, you relinquish your control. That is the main problem with Christendom. People want to still be in control of their lives. They want to still be in control of every situation. And when they, when things are not working out the way they think it should, they get flustered, they get upset. Okay. Uh, uh, and then they start manipulating situations to make things work out. Mm. Uh, they'll lie, they'll cheat. I mean, seriously. And mm. do whatever they need to do to make it work out. And I think that's where, you know, we have to learn how to let go and let God, okay. um, so that we're not manipulating a situation. I've seen it so many times. People manipulating a situation to uh, get it to turn in their favor, so that they can get their prayers answered or they can get what they want. Mm-hmm. When God is just saying, "Just sit back and trust me. Just get in my word. Trust me. Lay this thing at the altar, and then when I tell you to move." whatever instructions I give you, then you follow my instructions so that you can see the outcome for your life. Some people who are kind of weak in faith and don't have confidence in God like they should, they might listen to us and say, okay, let go, let God. And that seems uh, an easy way for someone to sit back and do nothing with his or her situation by just saying, okay, I'm going to just let go and let God, I'm not willing to try. You know, I mean, there might be, might be people sitting down saying that right now about, you know, about it. Yeah, but it's, it, it would, I don't want to use the word foolish. It, it would be unwise of someone to think that way. It's, it's, that's, that's an attitude of the person to, to be, uh, and thinking that way, and if I could just, and I I said before that this this subject is I'm struggling with it, and I think I realize why I'm struggling with this topic that and the questions in the introduction where Pastor Linda re- read out, mm-hmm. um, "Good morning, I am God," and she said it's author unknown right and i think that weakened me right there i'm saying unknown if you are if the order is unknown it is not it's likely not of god so i so i become more sensitive to what the questions are and looking for loopholes in it because it's someone unknown Mm. who is um, who put the, the questions forward and not from the bible and i think that's that uh, I'm struggling with that. Sorry. Well, well, let me ask you: What role does attitude play in successfully releasing control 
of challenges in our lives. How easy it is to give God or to let go and let God. Um, the, the deeper your faith is in God, is the more likely that you would be able to let go and, and let God. Right. Mm. I would simply right. put it that way. So less less faith, uh, um, more likely that you would challenge. Exactly. And more faith, mm. less likely that you would doubt. You exactly. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. Thank mm. you, Brother Z. But that mm. is the bottom line. Yeah. Your attitude must be an attitude of faith. And I know you said about... Well, what happens to those people that, you know, they're weak in faith? But, you know, it's the same thing with when God calls us out of sin. He calls us, we're, you know, sinners, and we come to him, but he doesn't call us to keep us that way. Mm. And so you may be uh, uh, low in faith, but God doesn't want you to stay that way. Mm. We are his workmanship mm. created in Christ Jesus unto good works. And a lot of people don't realize good works is works of faith because anything that's not of faith is sin. So, and if we want to please God, we can't please him having low faith or no faith. The only way the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please him. So how are we going to please him if we don't get the faith that we need? And how do we get the faith? The Bible says, Faith comes by hearing mm. and hearing by the word of God. So what happens is, you know, this is why I say we have instructions. We always have something to do. A lot of people say, oh, I'm just waiting on God. But no, God is waiting on you. Mm. God commands us to, to, to do what he's called us to do, to occupy until he's come, to, 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 to go ye out into all of the highways and byways. He commissioned us, just like he commissioned Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply. Mm. So we are commissioned to abide in him. People think they're abiding in him just because they're going to church. But no, you abide in him when you abide in his word and let his word abide in you. He said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, you can ask what you will and it will be done unto you. So mm -hmm. as we abide in the word of God, mixed with faith, remember in the Old Testament, the Bible says that this same gospel was preached to them, but it was not mixed with faith. Therefore, it did not profit them. When something doesn't profit you, that means it does you no good. Mm -hmm. You don't see any results of it. You don't experience any, any good from it. You're just there, just going through the motions, going to church every day, never seeing any, any benefits from the word of God. But when you mix that word with faith and you say, Lord, you know, your word says this and you're not a man that you should lie. And I believe that you will uh, hear my cry and you will deliver me from all my troubles. I believe that you know the best route for me to take and that if I cast all my cares upon you because you care for me, you're going to help lead and guide me. Psalms mm -hmm. 23, lead and guide me in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. You mm -hmm. are leading me and guiding me. And when you tell me what to do and which way to go, I'm going to do that. Mm. so that you will cause my life to turn out for good and not for evil. I mean, it, and I could go on. I don't want to get caught up talking too much about it, but I can give you testimonies, personal testimonies of how things have played out in my life because I listened to the voice of God. I went when he said go. I went to the right when he said go to the right, and I didn't go to the left when he said go to the left. It was always an instruction for me to do something in order for an outcome to happen in my life. Mm. And God has been faithful. And when I look back and I wonder how, how did I get here because... When he gave me instructions, I obeyed. I didn't just sit on the couch and say, oh, I'm, I'm waiting on God to just work this out. <laughs> oh, you know, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. We, we still have something to do. Um, he gives us wisdom. Mm -hmm. uh, he leads and guides us. 
you know, when we talk, we talk about everyday life here. So you, everyday life, uh, I need a job. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I need a place to live. Um, maybe I got a situation that uh, needs working out. Then that's the time we need to listen to the Lord and do what he's told us to do. But we walk in faith knowing that he's going to work it out. Mm-hmm. Well, many people seems to be successful in their challenges without using the principle of let go and let God. How do we rationalize that, that position? You know, um, a lot of people would say, look, um, I don't believe in your God because I'm doing just fine by myself. And some people say, well, I believe in God and nothing's happening for them. I still believe it's got a lot to do with moving at the right timing Mm. and obeying the voice of God. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I I have a a relative that they're not serving the Lord, but they'll, they'll, they'll tell you something told me to do this or something told me to do that. And because they did it, things worked out in their favor. Mm. Um, So, but they don't confess to believing in God. At least they didn't, but they do now. Mm. Um, So when you ask that question and you, you say, uh, uh, many people seem to be successful in their challenges without using the principles of letting go and let God. So you're basically saying they're they're successful without leaning to the God, to the Lord, mm-hmm. looking to the Lord, as mm-hmm. Proverbs three and five tell us, trusting in Him with all of our heart. Then they're following the ways of the world, just like when when the devil told Jesus, "If you fall down and worship me, I'll give you all this." Mm-hmm all this fame, all these riches. So, you you know, you, you have to balance that out and say, okay, well, where they're getting their success from? Mm-hmm. Who's giving them that success? <laughs> is that worldly success or is that godly success? And if it's worldly success, yeah. I don't want to follow that. Mm-hmm. As a Christian, mm-hmm. I want to follow godly success. And because worldly success is only temporary, it's going to come mm-hmm. crashing down one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I hear you. All right. Brother Z and Friends is a unique gospel program where the emphasis is on bringing many gospel messages about the Bible. We share that with our listeners with the intent that we will win over some souls and bring our people closer to God and the understanding of the word. So our emphasis is on the episodes. We choose simple but thought-provoking and meaningful episodes that for the main purpose of caring about them and their well-being. The music we use complements the topic that we are doing weekly. In other words, as long as we are winning souls for the Lord, we are meeting our key objective as a gospel program. Our email address is brotherz77 at gmail.com. That's B-R-O-T-H-E-R-Z-E-E-77 at gmail.com. Our podcast is Brother Z and Friends. B-R-O-T-H-E-R-Z-E-E-A-N-D-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. For O seven five six seven nine seven five nine.
Well, how could we let go of control? The question is, and free up some headspace. <laughs> you know, it, it is. It can be a difficult challenge for people to let go of control, especially when they are、uh, very controlling. You know, they're used to controlling everything because things turn out good for them when they make decisions or what have you, and. It could be a level of wisdom that people have, that their natural uh, wisdom uh, of learning how to、uh, do things, but to let、mm-hmm. go of control and free up some headspace is to just trust God. It's、mm-hmm. like being out there in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And on your back,、mm-hmm. you know.、Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> here's a here's a good analogy of that. We took a little three-year-old to the swimming lessons during the summer,、mm. and as long as she was been able to paddle like a little dog in the water and had her head up and could control everything, but as soon as the instructor took her and said, "Okay, I'm going to teach you how to swim on your back," <laughs> and she laid her on her back. Oh my God! And told her just now, just relax, just you know, because if anybody know how to swim, when you get on your back, you just float. You just you don't fight. You don't fight the current. You just float. You can take your arms and you know move about or whatever. She that baby screamed、oh. to the top of her lungs. Wow! Water was going in her ear, and she was scared to lay back <laughs> and just relax. Why? Because she was not in control.、Mm. So trust is a、yeah. big step、mm-hmm. in letting go of control.、Mm-hmm. And so、mm-hmm. we'll we'll free up that headspace when we just trust.、Uh, yeah. Just say, I let go. I will not try to figure this out and control this situation because I can't.、Mm-hmm. Lord God, I let go. And let you handle this, but that—that's a a perfect analogy. I think of that little girl. If you saw her, I think I got her on video because I videotaped it, <laughs> and she was screaming to the top of her lungs. She was holding on to the instructor for dear life because、uh, she thought she was gonna drown. Right, right. But the instructor was just trying to tell her, no, just lay back on this water. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And if anybody know how to swim, you know how that works. You gotta give up some control there.、Yeah. You can't be fighting. <laughs>、mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you a swimmer, brother Z? No, 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 not at all. Not, not even on the carpet. Not even dry carpet. <laughs> no, never learned to.、Oh. Never learned to swim. There are quite a few things I didn't learn to do as a kid,、mm-hmm. and I always say. Um, before I look, I I've never ridden a bike. You've never ridden a bike? Did you hear me? Well, I think I heard you, but I want to be sure.、Uh, okay, so、uh, you want me to say it in Spanish? But, no, 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 no. Okay, all right. So I'm、I、saying you, I, I have never ridden a bike. Okay, and I always say if it's the last thing I do before I die. It will be to ride a bike, and maybe that's why、oh、I'm, s- uh, uh, and maybe that's why I'm still alive. Yeah, because、bye. I don't want to do the last thing and know that I'm <laughs> going to die after.、Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm the. This isn't the topic, but I'm just saying there. I suffered,、uh, not suffered. Many things I didn't learn to do because my older brother, four years,、uh, four years older than I am, he has passed. He did. Everything, but never stop back to say, "Okay, let me help my smaller brother, my younger brother."、Mm. And I watch him do things through life, like swim and bike ride and you know, all different things.、Mm. Just wishing I could learn that he would help me along the line and teach me to do these things, but.、Mm. Before he died, we did talk about that, and he said he admitted that he was all about himself、uh-huh. in those days. And if he had the opportunity, he would do it differently and、uh-huh. help people. But、mm. he he lived his life as a for himself and very successfully. 
Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. as well. But at least he's gone and I'm here, still not riding. Oh, well, there's still time. It's Anointed Community Services International. We're a nonprofit 501c3 organization, and we educate and empower the disadvantaged women, youth, veterans, and seniors in South Lake County. We're currently managing the Elise Tomlin Community Center in Groveland, Florida, and offering free programs for youth, women, and seniors. We're offering an after-school tutoring program, a summer activities program, a women's network, Work, uh, that brings women together to educate and empower them to be self-sufficient and also a Meals on Wheels program that delivers food for veterans and seniors in the community. Many are receiving help applying for food stamps, Medicaid, getting legal document assistance, and even starting a business. We'll soon be in a new Elise Tomlin Empowerment Center that will have a business incubator where small businesses will be able to start off with a low overhead and get free services by our staff. We believe in empowering and transforming communities. And we can be reached by calling 352-404-7898. Again, that's 352 352- Four zero four seven eight nine eight, or you can visit us online at www.anointedcs. That C is in cat, S is in Sam. dot org. Anointedcs.org. <laughs> okay, Pastor, you ready to admonish us? Yeah. Uh, yes, we brought out that one scripture in Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6 and we brought out the analogy about that little girl three years old isn't it amazing that even as a child we want to stay in control my goodness but god is looking for those who will trust him who will know that he is the creator of the universe he is the wisest of the wise He is the strongest of the strong. There is nothing too hard for God. He is the best of the best. And as the word of God tells us, he is the Lord of all lords. Mm. There is nothing that he cannot do. There is no path that he does not know that he cannot take that will lead you into good. He said in Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans that I have for you and their plans of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. He said, trust in the Lord in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 with all of your heart. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. As individuals, we have a tendency, we want to figure everything out. We want to judge every matter and say, oh, this is wrong and that is right. When all in essence, who made us God? God is the God of the universe. God is the one that makes right the wrong and makes wrong the right if he see fit. Oh, God is the one that we should put our trust in and lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways, he said. That means whether it's time to get a new job or whether it's time to buy a new house, that we should acknowledge him and he will direct our path. I'm so grateful to God I could give testimony behind testimony of even the simplest things in life that as I sought the Lord and he told me what to do, that he brought those things full circle and gave me the desires of my heart because I obeyed him at his time, not my time, but his time. And so that's the key, I believe, to a lot of the situations in our lives. It's not when we want to do it. It's when he says to do it. When he says to do it, then we do it. As Mary told the three men, the people that were at the wedding, she said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. They had a need. They had a need for wine at a wedding. And when Jesus said, pour the water pots full of water, fill them to the brim, 
They had to obey that instructions. When they did that, Jesus did a miracle and turned the water into wine. What if they stood back and said, but that doesn't make sense, Lord. Why should we do that? then they would lack the wine that they needed. So a lot of times, many things don't make sense to us because God says he takes the foolish things to confound the wise. And he takes the, 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 the foolish things of the world to confound those that are wise and think they have wisdom. But when we don't acknowledge our own way and we acknowledge his way, then we're letting God know God, I don't have all the wisdom you do. Let me put my trust in you and lean not to my own understanding. It is that portion that we need to get over and overcome. Lean not to our own understanding. When we do that, we'll see God lead our lives in the way that he wants to do it. And that is good. Jeremiah 29 and 11. The plans that God has for you and I are good plans, but he needs to lead the ship. He needs to steer the boat. If he's not steering the boat, then the boat will go off into the deep waters mm. and maybe not make it back. But when he's leading the boat, the boat will go out and come back in and come back with plenty of fish in the name of Jesus. And so, Lord God, we thank you today. We thank you for this message about let go and let God. As that little girl, three years old, refused to let go and, and float on her back. Lord God, don't let us be that way. Don't let our listening audience be that way, but let them learn to put their trust in you, to know that you know better and you want better for each and every one of us. Father, I pray for our listening audience that if they don't know you in the pardon of their sins, that they'll come to know you today, that they'll know that you're the God that created the universe and you created these things by the speaking of your word. You said, let there be light and there was light and you made man in your image and gave us dominion. Father, we thank you for loving us, but we ask as David asked, what is man? that you are mindful of us, but you love us so much and you have only good in store, even eternal life. And Lord God, we pray that each and every person listening to the sound of my voice will give you their heart today and trust you and let go and let God. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so very much, Pastor Linda, for another enlightening biblical topic let go let god we are grateful to you and thank you pastor and we are now at um, the zone and we want to thank you all for tuning in thank you for staying with us and for enjoying brother z and a friend and we, we share because <laughs> we, we care, care. <laughs>